This is Lovey Dummies. I'm David. And I'm Perlan. Thanks for joining us. This episode is about the death of a spouse. On today's show, we have Menchie. We talked to her about her husband's battle with brain cancer and how she is coping with the loss. Let's listen to her story. Welcome to the show. Hi, Dave and Pearl. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, thank you for uh, guesting. So, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Um, yes, hi, my name is Menchi and I'm here in British Virgin Islands. Um, I work in a travel agency for almost 11 years now. Um, my job there is to, before I become a travel agent, and then they promoted me in accounts department. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing. So, yeah, they promoted me in an accounts department, and now I'm handling accounts, receivables, and groundworks in the airports. And at the same time, after that, I'm going to the office to deal with my accounts. Wow. Mm. Sounds okay. like my a really... Yeah, sounds really interesting. Okay, so Menchi, we're going to start with a random question. This is something that we do for all of our listeners, so just uh, answer however you feel. If you had a million dollars, what would you spend it on? Oh, this is like uh, Miss Universe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, oh Miss God. British Virgin uh... Islands, answer? <laughs> All right, okay, if I have a million dollars, right? First of all, like what our former Miss Universe who won the title, <laughs> she said she's going to buy a house and lot. I will do the same. That's the first thing I will do hmm. is to buy a house and lot and or I already paying for a house and lot. So I'm going to pay the balance. Wow, and, fully paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fully paid now and then I'll think of buying a farm. Because mm. that's what's in my mind. My next project is a farm. Oh. Can um, we visit your farm. farm someday? Sure, sure. Um <laughs> I was eyeing a farm in Mahaihai Laguna. Oh yes. Very um, nice we, place. We we already scout some places over there and I was eyeing for a farm. So maybe if God spare my life and earn more money, or I have a million already, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll buy that lot and then put up more uh, organic, you know, organic stuff. And then I'll bring my mom there so she can relax. Because in San Pedro, it's very populated now. Mm. So I want her to relax. And then uh, some other part for that is for um, travel. There are some bucket lists that I want to, you know, to check. Sure. No. Then go to my charitable institution that I supported. I supported some um, <clears throat> some schools in Nigeria. So I'm going to give my share for them. Oh. And then I also have this sleeper for a cause, which I want to be established. 
That's I really nice. In- yeah. So I I would like to fulfill that one million in a very nice way, pleasure slash happiness slash. Yeah. That's what I do with my million dollars. Whoa, nice. sounds good. So, first question. How did you and your husband meet? And who made the first move? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> okay, uh, this bring back, this is like a nostalgic memories, which, you know, when you gave me these questions, it's giving mm. me a, um emotional <laughs> thing. Like... Mm. Because I was trying to reminisce those moments that I have with him. Um, it's kind of like as emotional and then at the same time happy. Because now I'm um, thinking about him with happiness, not with sadness. I take it positively. So this question mm. is kind of like a, a happy thought. Well, okay. uh, when, I, uh, when I work in a travel agency in the Philippines, Before I came here in British Virgin Island, I worked in a travel agency as well, uh, which is what's related to uh, Air Philippines. So, yeah, I need to take an extra course in um, computer technology. So I took uh, one part of that SEM in one of our technical school in the Philippines. Mm. So he is there as an assistant instructor and then he sit up with the student right i see i see um normally uh, uh, the first day of the class right i came Mm. so late i came so late like an hour or so and everybody (laughs) was looking at me and i was like did i comb my hair or something yeah yeah (laughs) I'm, and I said, I'm sorry, guys, I'm late. I was like the princess. Like, ah. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> and the, the instructor said, oh, I'm sorry, miss, but we have this conversation earlier that everybody have to introduce themselves. I was like, huh? Do I really need to do that? I'm late. I'm kind of shy. Shy, but then <laughs> I already said, hello. And then I introduced myself and I sit down. And I don't see any chair. And then this cute guy with the dimple offered mm. me his chair. It was like he said, <laughs> it's like a joke. And he said, actually, I reserved this for you. Oh, my So I sit down beside him. And then I sit quietly over there. <laughs> answering some texts of my boss. And then he said, you're not listening to the instructor. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm sorry. I know, but I need to finish this and then I will talk with him there. I said, would you mind lending me your notes when you're finished? <laughs> I, you know me, Perlan, right? I'm so spontaneous and I have these random thoughts to say, hey, and I'm so prompt and I'm straightforward. It's like, hey, It's like we're feeling close, you know, the feeling yeah, close. Yeah. I have that sometimes. Like, hey, did I know you? <laughs> He talked yeah, to me. Yeah, so you you <laughs> did that to him. I was like, yeah. And then, then every day, it actually, it's MWF is the schedule. Sometimes mm. I'm late, sometimes I'm early, sometimes I'm not there, and he was there. 
But then I think this feeling is kind of like holding him. And then one mm. time he invited me to have uh, like a re- we have a coffee break. So I said, mm-hmm. would you like something to eat? Would you like to join me? Because I'm going to that store. Like Ooh. the merienda thing. Like we like the goto, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he always see me eating goto with tokwa. Well, yeah, it's Dave. I'm sorry for that, but it's like a porridge with tofu. Oh, okay. Maybe you tried that already. I don't know if. Yeah, instant only. Oh, all right. It's yeah. the white one, the arroz caldo. Or konji. They call it konji yeah. in So we have that, and then every every now and then he do that, and then one time. I didn't know that he already had this in mind, Berlin. We were passing through a place where there's a lot of mango trees. And these mango trees bear a lot of fruits. So I was always uh. like, oh my God, I hope I'll be able to get one of those mangoes. It's delicious. It looks like delicious. Because we like Indian mangoes. mangoes. Are we yeah. talking about Indian? Oh, Indian so good. We're so, we're so, you know, we're so addicted to Indian mangoes. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one evening after the class, he handed over me a mango. Oh. <laughs> he won your heart through like, a, a mango. Why, why does a mango in my desk? And he was like, it's for you. I bought it for you. <laughs> and I was like, I have a lot of, you know, it's like there's a lot of heart outside my eyes. You're Sounds like he definitely made the first move. You're listening to me. You didn't tell yeah. annoyed because every day, per line, or every mm. time we have that snacks and after that we walk, I was like, oh, mango, oh, mango, oh, mango. <laughs> and finally, he gave you. He gave me a green mango, and that start. And then we we opened exchange notes. Whoever is present. Mm-hmm. That wow. And then one time, when I told him, I think I'm going to cut the class because I need to go to Manila to report in the satellite office in Air Philippines. Mm. So it's kind of like a hectic schedule for me to travel along the way and then go to class. It's so tiring. You know, I'm so skinny that time. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Where do we all <laughs> at yes. that time? Yes, and then... Uh, and then he he handed over me a note, his note, his mm. notebook, and then um, then I returned it to him without even knowing that he had a note inside. And he said, and he sent me a text, and he asked me if I see something. I said, no, like what? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so focused, like I just copy the notes and that's it. Yeah. And like thank you something blah blah oh let's go have a break now blah 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 and mm. he said oh i have a notes there and <laughs> i was like okay read back to me <laughs> that <laughs> was a little awkward <laughs> and you know what i still have it wow I still have it in my wallet Very actually nice. i posted i posted it in facebook when he left oh really Mm. there's that simple note it's a small like a uh, sticky pad they, uh, 
Dave and Pearl. It's just like a sticky pad, but... Yeah, post-its. Mm-hmm. Yes, post-its. Mm-hmm. And the penmanship is so small that I need to have a magnifying glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but the thought is like, you know, when I saw you the first time you introduced yourself, I was like, he is so cute. And then, um, you know, it's really sad on my part to know that you're going to leave the the class because Ooh. ask me or not you're the only reason why i'm staying wow, wow. dave <laughs> dave <laughs> let me ask dave dave what can you say about filipino guys <laughs> oh gosh yeah so romantic. So, he is so sweet so uh, Menchi, no, Menchi, I, we um, oh, no, we get the sense of kind of what your courtship and your dating was like. Yeah. Um, the other question we wanted to ask okay. was w- what your married life was like. Oh my God, our married getting my... more interesting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, my married life is like uh, it's wonderful, mm. not because it's mine. I can say whatever I want to say, but it's wonderful. It's not perfect, but I said it's wonderful because I'm married to a very sweet guy. Mm. Uh, it's like uh, when we have this sometimes an argument, he see to it that it will be finished within 24 hours, regardless of whatever. We have mm. to talk about it, whether it's evening or dawn, we have to talk about it so that in the morning we have to wake up happy face you don't want what he don't want he really hate when it's morning and we are arguing you don't like it so that mm. is one of the thing that i was looking for a guy now like that's why i can't i can't you know i can't, you can't find <laughs> no i mean i i can't settle in a way that i because i need to compare right Mm, but I know you can I, compare. Mm. I can compare, but but the thing is, one of the re, the the thing that I learned from him is that when you love somebody and you're married and you have an argument, you have to settle it down so that when you wake up in the morning, you have a fresh thoughts, happy faces. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know when you read when you read Bible, it's just everybody is gonna sink in with you. Mm. That, you were reading a Bible, and then you have hate in your heart because you don't like him. You don't like to see him because you have <laughs> anger in the night. No, yeah, yeah. like that. So that's it. And he he loves. We both love each other so much <laughs> mm. that we can't leave each other. Like even though he needs to go somewhere else, we see to it that he he will chat. He will call me. He say, Hey, hi, I'm here now. You know, the blah, 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 blah. I would say, hey, hi, I eat now. Blah, 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 blah. What do you have for lunch? She <laughs> described everything. I described everything to him. That's oh, it. every little thing. That's yeah. really sweet. Yeah, we're so, friends. So, now let's move on to probably a little difficult question. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, this episode is actually about your story, losing him. Mm-hmm. Um so how long were you together uh, in total? Like uh, how long uh, were the dating time and then how long um, was, the, was marriage? the marriage? Okay, uh, our mansory is March 2, 2002. 
Mm. So, um, yeah. Um, so, 2002, and then you have to count, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're doing the math. <laughs> yes. Um, and then we get married on October 21st, 2007. So, we have five okay. years. Five Actually, years. Actually, we already dated. engaged before I leave in the Philippines. He, uh, so how long was the engagement period? Four years. Four years. Oh, no. oh. Sorry, sorry. Uh, we are four years before I live in the Philippines, and then he proposed the day before. I, uh, it's like a week before I live in the Philippines. I see. Hmm. So it's like one year. Yung the engagement is one year. Yes. Right. Yes, because he arrived here like around August 2006 and we married on October 21st, 2007. It's like a year, but then in the Philippines, we almost have three years together. Right. Yeah, so to sum it up, it's just like, it's like nine years togetherness and then he wow. died. So from 2002 to 2011, nine hmm. years. Wow. Nine years. So, how did you know about his illness? What was the story behind it? Okay, last night when we when I ran about this questionnaires, right? I prayed to God that I'll be able to uh, <clears throat> describe it to you guys wholeheartedly without crying. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I mm-hmm. I I I, uh, I prayed because every time I talk about this with my friend, um, mm-hmm. but they allowed me though. Of course, yeah. I'm Feel so, free. I'm so happy that they allow me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, how did you know about the, his illness? Mm. Uh, and how old is he, right? You yeah, that. yeah. He was 30 years old. And <clears throat> and he died June 8, 2011. But before June 8, he was hospital. I roused him in the hospital on May 20. Five at around eleven mm-hmm. o'clock in the eleven o'clock in the evening. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, he stayed for a cop. He actually he comatose. After that, oh. he was in coma. But mm. I'm still hoping that he'll you know he will the doctor will revive him and he just mm. speak up like hey how are you hon I miss you. So I he stayed there for a couple of weeks. It's like I think it's fourteen days. So okay. count it from mm-hmm. May twenty twenty five to June eleven. It's mm. it's uh, it's like a week or so, because mm. I told myself I'm not I'm not uh, what call it I'm not going to give up. I have to pray a lot and ask God to give him an extension of life. Mm-hmm. So I asked him. Even the doctor, right after five days of being coma, he approached me. He said. You know you have to give up, cause oh really? Yeah, he he doesn't respond and everything. The day when mm-hmm. he told me that, I cried and I prayed to God that I really want to see a sign. And then when mm-hmm. I went to him, on the side, I was combing his hair and I said, "Wake up, please, just give me a sign." And then, first time I saw his ap- apple, Adam's apple, mm. it moved up and down, up and down. And then like uh, eyelids, swallowing, yeah, mm. and his eyelids. You see, his eyes is like moving, oh, but it's uh-huh. but it's close. 
Yeah, yeah. So his eyeballs is moving, but it's closed. So mm. I, the doctor told me the last senses that going to fade out when he died, when a person died is, you know, the hearing sense. So mm. I know for the heart, for the back, that he's still alive, but he can't do anything because the bag mm. is, you know, surrendered. Wow. So the moment I saw that, I cried. I said, he's still here, but you cannot do anything because he, he is in ventilator, you know. Yeah. There's a suction inside his body. And I don't want to describe it because it's horrible. It, mm, mm, it, it's like a movie. A mm. movie that you're always seeing when a person is in the ICU. Yeah. The very critical condition. That's how it is to him. So how how do I know about his illness? Totally I don't know anything about his illness. He died yeah, Can you can you tell us what <laughs> um, the illness was? It's a brain cancer. Hmm. Uh, when did you go home to the Philippines? What year was this? He? Uh, yeah, the two of you. 2010. Yeah. Okay. So the year before he passed, you went to the Philippines? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. And what That's happened? That's November. That's November. Well, it's only him who went home, you know, because my vacation was not approved. Because it's, oh, I see. It's, a, it's a, you know, when you work in a travel agency, you cannot just decide that you have to go because there's a busy season and november mm. november is very busy a lot of mm. people is traveling so they did allow me but he went november to december he visited uh, i told him okay because i observing him he lost weight i was like why are you losing so much weight but you eat a lot like you mm. eat a monster size pizza and he can finish it right away wow. and still He's so skinny and he wasn't gaining weight at all. No, and he always have this headache and um, and and I'm so bothered and I, I I beg him to go with me in the hospital and he said no, I'm gonna die there. Seriously, if you bring me there, I will die there. Hmm. And then I said, You're so stubborn. He is very stubborn when it comes to medication. Mm. Even at just a sick but he, when he's, when we still boyfriend girlfriend, I always mm. observe him. Like if we have a migraine, he always, you know, sorry, sorry to those who's eating right now, uh, vomit. Mm. So I was, she said, I have a migraine since since high school. That's what he said. Wow. So, yeah. but and then when the before November, I told him you have to go home. But my requirements when you come back is a CT scan result. Because mm, this, mm. this headache is really bombarding me. And mm, mm. I see, I think there is a divine intervention. Because I see him in my dream uh, with a lot of blood. I told oh, really? him, yeah, I see it in my dream. And I was like, I cried to him. I said, I don't want anything to happen to you. So you have to go home and do the CT scan, please. And then I allow him to go to Hong Kong to spend a couple of days with his sister, who he haven't seen for 10 years. Can you imagine that? Wow. So he went there and then, you know, enjoyed the time with her sister. Well, see, the sister was so happy because he, she said if he didn't visit him, he don't totally see him at all. Yeah. Because right. that's the last time. So wow. he went to the Philippines. He enjoyed and he visit all his family 
his friends. Wow. Like, mm. it was like saying goodbye, I don't know. Mm. Mm. And then there's a time when my mother-in-law told me. Uh, he sent me a message that, Menchi, uh, why why my son is inside the room for two days now? I haven't talked to him. He don't want to go out. When we knocked the door, he was like, he was there. and But he said, it's okay, I'm gonna get my food. It's his vacation. He's supposed to be out with us. And why he's changed of mind? He just stayed there hmm. inside. Do you have any fight? Do you fight last night or whatsoever? I said, no, actually, I'm chatting with him. And then I told him, he said, okay, I think we are all thinking because hmm. the day before he stayed inside the room without talking to anybody, he went early in the morning. He went, he asked his mom, he's going somewhere. And then, then when he came back in the afternoon, he just stayed in the room, no talking to anybody. And then hmm. the next day, do the same. And then, I don't know, maybe we assume that maybe he went to the doctor and he found out something. Hmm. Wow. That's the time that he died, though. That that realization strike us because she was like, my mother-in-law said, oh, maybe he knows because there's this time and I told you he didn't go out to his room. Hmm. And then I said, oh, yes, he said he have a migraine. That's why he don't want to go out and mingle. I said, but did you know he went the whole day the next, before that day? Hmm. So I was like, ah, no, he didn't tell me that. Okay. And then when he came back from the Philippines, I asked him for a CT scan result and he didn't give me oh, anything. Really? Yes. Mm. And he said, So what oh. did he say? He said, what he forgot. He he forgot. I was like, I'm bombarding you every time about it mm. and you forgot. How can you? We have a fight, you know. I didn't talk to him. <laughs> about <laughs> it. Oh. And then he said, oh, come on. I'm okay. Don't worry about me. It's just a headache, you know, my eyes. And he, he changed his glass, his eyeglasses. Mm. He changed it because it's a grade, the grade on the eyes. So mm. he changed it. And then, but then... After that, he was so extra sweet. If he's sweet today, he's more sweeter mm. than today after wow. the vacation. That, wow. yeah. uh, so, did, were you nervous? Like, when you, like, did you have any... I, I, after knowing he didn't get his CT scan result to me, I'm praying mm. to God that to give me strength, whatever, whatever we're going to face. Hmm. He can just give me a strength. And then one time in the evening, he was sitting sitting on the bed. And then he had his phone in his hand and playing because he loved to play online games, right? And then hmm. I was combing my hair in the front of the mirror and he said, You know, hon, if I die, I think it's much better if I'm going to die first. Because I don't see myself losing you. Because I don't know hmm. what will happen to me if I lose you. That's what she said. So I guess it's me who's going first. But whatever happened wow. to me, but whatever happened to me, I have to be strong. Because I know you. You're you have a strong personality, and I know you can make it. All of a sudden, he said that. I said, "Stop it! We 
many places. So how how many months like uh, how many months so before started, his death? So November, December, January, February, March, April, May. It's like six months. Six months. Six months. Can you tell us about those last couple months? Yes. Okay. You spent uh, together. Uh, December, he surprised me with the new Christmas tree. Wow. <laughs> Is that rare in the Virgin Islands or? Yes. Yes. Um, I went home in our house uh, I worked like Saturday in, and then when I went home in the afternoon he was like Hola! Christmas tree Christmas tree December 8th I think it's December 8th hmm. so the house is very nice and clean and the decors you know I love Christmas he knows that because hmm. I'm so totally in love with the Christmas tree and he bought hmm. the Christmas tree for me Wow. I have a picture of that. I post it in, in, in my Facebook. Because mm. I'm so overwhelmed and I post it. So, and then, December, he surprised me with his very expensive gift. You know, I don't like him to buy me expensive jewelry because I said, you have to be very frugal because mm. we have a lot of expenses. As much as possible, I don't like him to buy me those things. But he mm. surprised me with this expensive watch and this necklace wow and then, but i gave him a watch though <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay <laughs> yes it's pressure me because he gave it to me like december 23 for me to to find something for him to <laughs> it's like hey this is mine but it's so sweet because he leave the gift in the in the bed hmm. and i want the first person to give you a gift so so I open it and then I cry. <laughs> I can imagine you. <laughs> yeah, because me, I'm so cheap. <laughs> but for him, I bought him a polo shirt for a gift. But then I said, this is not much. <laughs> a polo shirt is just like $65. So I need to buy more expensive because I think his... I'm, I know it's bad. <laughs> I think his gift to me is more than a thousand. So I, I need to make a bet. <laughs> I bought I bought one expensive watch for him too. So <laughs> it's like that. I miss those things because you know I'm so competitive to him. <laughs> competitive gift giving. Yes, competitive gift giving. And even in you know, we have this March two uh, I mean, our mansory is every second day of the month, right? Yeah, the first yeah. Person, the first person who greet will be the one to pay for... The one who, the the one, the first person who greet happy mansory will be treated by one who don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta remember. <laughs> well, he is... I normally do that. I normally the first person. And he was like, at the strike, exactly 12? Happy he greeted you. I'm sleeping. <laughs> yes. Hey, happy monthsary hand, and then kiss me, and then happy monthsary hand. Hey, you gotta treat me. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is for the couple of months. Wow. But I did. That's my surprise. That will be the end of it. Yeah. So you didn't that. sense anything was wrong. No, because he always, you know, you guys have this kind of matcha thing. That hey, I'm not sick, so don't think about that. I'm sick and I'm strong. But there's this time, and I'm looking for him in the office. 
I was calling him, but he don't answer the phone. And uh-huh. everybody looking for him. Oh, it's really? Him. Where was he? Where was he? Like, he what was he me. doing? He didn't tell me, but oh. when he picked me up, when he picked me up, he's he looks like he just wake up. Oh, really? Yeah, his eyes. He have a big eye box, and mm. I'm so worried. And I, I even cried to him. I said, What What wrong? month was this when you started kind of like sensing something was strange or something was wrong? Well, the December because I told you it's very extra sweet. Yeah. And, okay. And 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 there's this time even even uh, like uh, even in a simple thing. He will just give me a card, and wow. th- those three cards contain the word. Uh, when I die, I didn't know what to do. Hmm, hmm, I hmm. hope you will find a way. And then this third card that he gave me is when my birthday came. He gave he 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 asked for the flowers to send the flowers to me in the office. Hmm. I feel so special. You know, my hair is outside already. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have this uh, very beautiful flower arrangement. Yeah. With a big chocolate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he really, card. he really made you feel special. Yes, and then this card, and then February fourteen, he gave me an iPhone. Mm. Yeah, and then he he placed it um in the bed. He always do that. Hmm. And then, well, so extra special, very very special, but. I can see it, I can sense it, I can feel it in my heart that there's something wrong. But you weren't sure at that time. No, because how can I know? Because he don't want to go to the hospital. Hmm. There's this time he feels, I, I look at him, he's like so weak. Oh, and then really? there's this time he was like so lively, like, oh, come on, Han. He, when I was sick that day, I have this very extreme pain, this menorrhea. Mm. He don't want me to work, but I told him I already took my pain reliever, mm. and he imprisoned me in the house. He wow. locked all the doors. <laughs> yeah, he locked all the doors. I was about to go. I he wanted you to door. stay. He wanted me to stay, and he was outside. I was like, you can't <laughs> anywhere. Where do you think you're going? I said, I'm going to work. Shut up. Come on, open the door. No, you can't. I have the key. (laughs) (laughs) He went to work and went home on lunch break. And he was laughing because he he looked horrible. (laughs) He looked like a bad cow. (laughs) I'm so mad at him. And and I'm, but I'm so, you know, it's so special because he called the office. He called the manager and told him that I am very sick. He don't want me to go to work. Good thing. Mm. The manager and my co-worker is our friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a small island. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's your friend. like that. It's like we cover. We cover <laughs> everybody. So he was like, hey, I increase with my wife right now. <laughs> She's very sick. So he's not going to work today. <laughs> it's so special. He didn't ask me to cook. He just went there and buy Chinese food. Mm. And then we eat together. At first, I'm so mad, but then at the back of my mind, it's so sweet. Mm. <laughs> he imprisoned me. He locked all the doors. So it it seems to me like um, you 
you guys were still very happy up to the the yeah. last few months That's and because he didn't uh he didn't undergo any therapy treatments or yeah. medications no. so everything looked normal in your life is that right yes, yes. exactly oh. and very special and so uh when when he fell into a coma that was the only time that it hit you yeah that's it wow actually he was sick actually uh, he he's going to transfer to a new job which is a very nice company it's a trust company hmm. he was hired he was he was very happy that day you know that's really break my heart because it's oh i start to cry Hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. This is one of the painful memories I have with him. Mm. He was he he went to pick me up <clears throat> that day. Yeah, he don't want he don't have a work anymore like a week because he transferred to a job. He mm. he was about to transfer to a job. He went to an interview, a thorough interview because it's international. Company. It's an international company. So when he picked me up, he had this very nice smile. Mm. This is one of the best smile I ever see in his face. Wow. So I was like, "Hey, you got it, right?" He said, "Yes." <laughs> and he hugged me. He hugged me and said, "Hon, we're going to have a better life now because the company allowed me to have free free transportation anywhere I want to go." Mm. I have, I have. 31 days leave vacation paid wow. vacation yeah it's a Bonus- month <laughs> yeah. bonuses and and four thousand dollars per month salary it's a good life yes so i was like oh i'm happy for you because uh the the old one is like uh 2300 long mm. so this one is a big lift you know yeah thousand three hundred to four thousand dollars yeah so so i was like i'm so happy for you hon because you've been thinking about this because we always plan to go somewhere Hmm. if we have extras when we save money he see to it that we travel so we Hmm. went somewhere we traveled and then you know we have more more just more just to pay here and there Hmm. so we have to really you know save money and he was so very happy he said he will do good so he can become a supervisor so he had a lot of plans and he Mm. said okay next year we're going home together and then we were go to we're going to australia because we're planning to settle in australia we have Mm. an application at the time he's for immigration yes Mm. actually he was approved but wow. the problem is I'm not gonna be approved at, because he he the company didn't include me but he fight for me the, uh, wow. the firm yeah my my visa was on process my pro, my papers was on process mm. and then that day two days after that he become sick mm-hmm. he, he can't he said he have a massive headache and mm. he's popping so I said okay um uh, Let's try to do an organic one. I bought a uh, lemon and then we squeeze it and then he mm. just take it. Because he don't normally drink, you know, those medicine. He don't like tablets. Oh, most Filipinos. Yeah, don't. so yeah. 
he said, okay, I'm going to Medicare to buy Rubitocin. Mm. So he went to buy those Rubitocin and he just take it. And then he just, after taking it, he just take a nap. And I always cook something for him. And then that day, that morning, he asked me to cook sinigang for him. Mm. So I cook sinigang. And then he picked me up at around 5, but he's very sicky. He's mm. wearing a hoodie. His hood, hoodie, hoodie mm. jacket. Yeah. And that's the worst face I ever seen to him. Really? Like, up two days, I have a very happy face. Mm. And now, it's very paling. It's like he have a, he is so sicky. Mm. And I begged when he picked me up, I said, okay, we really need to go to the hospital. Because I can't take seeing you like this. I, she said, no, I'm not going to the hospital. I said, no, we have to go to the hospital. We're exchanging high-pitched tone now. Mm. I said, no, if you don't want to go to the hospital, tomorrow I will file a divorce. <laughs> you gave him an ultimatum. <laughs> yes. Because you are so stubborn. Every time we're talking about hospital, you don't want to go. But mm. you're so sick. Can you just please be cooperative? Please. I said that. And I even grabbed the steering wheel. You oh. know, and mm. was, he was driving. He said, okay, let's go. Die together then. Because <laughs> now, yeah. You know, we're wow. fighting inside. And But then he said, stop it, please. Mm. Just give me a peace of mind. He was like, I never seen him like that. I said, oh. okay, tomorrow is a divorce day. I was <laughs> mumbling, you know me for a I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm so stubborn, right? Mm. And that is what, you know, my part of guiltiness on my side. I was like, how come I am not so kind to him that day? Yeah. He's, he's mm. supposed to be mild, but because I'm so, you know, I'm I'm so eager for him to go to the hospital, but he won't listen to me. You know how frustrating it is that you're seeing him like he is totally dying because he's keep on coughing and everything, wow. but he don't want to listen to me. You know, Ferland, if I didn't allow him to go that night, I might end up sleeping with a dead person. Wow. Because the mm. doctor told me, good thing you rest him now. Because maybe tomorrow we don't know. Because his kidney collapsed. What? Already? Yeah. Yes, already. That's why he he have a lot of waters in his lungs. Hmm. Because the cancer cell, the cancer hmm. spread, spread throughout wow. his organs. <clears throat> it, it malfunctioned. The reason hmm. why his kidney collapsed, because too much of pain reliever. I oh. didn't know that he is taking pain reliever. Hmm. Too much, yeah? We have alaxan, but it's it's like a seldom he we seldom drink alaxan the pain reliever mm. that we have mm, we seldom mm. drink that. But he have when I check his bag his his uh bag I saw one canister of alcohol. wow wow so he was using painkillers to make it look normal to you yes. and to other people yes yes and then um the doctor. When he was rushed to the hospital, one of the dramatic moments that I have in my life is that 
when he was in the he in the hospital bed hmm. he's struggling for his his um breath and he hmm. was looking at me like hun i'm i'm so tired i'm sorry i'm so tired that's what he told me i said wow. hun just go to sleep and don't fight too much because he keep on pumping his heart yeah. like yeah. <laughs> like he's hmm. struggling a lot hmm. and the doctor said if he didn't stop it he'll blow up his heart wow. I'm telling you that's the doctor said so the nurse get me and then try to calm me down because it's like for line it's like hmm. a, a movie where yeah. somebody rushed to the ICU and make a hysterical cry there I am hmm. the one like that uh, I'm not surprised, but <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that this is like really hard to yeah. hard to this watch, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, this is like a maalaala mo kaya. So the nurse is talking to me, and she said that you know, really, we really need to do something to him. Um, I'm so sad, but we have to put him into sleep. If you want to tell something to him, tell him now. So, so what the was nurse, the last conversation you had? Uh, well, he was looking at me. Yeah, I'm crying again. He was looking at me. He was holding the grip of the, the bed mm. because he's struggling. And he was like, he's looking at me, the eye, eye to eye. And he was like, he's, he's sorry. He said, hon, I'm tired. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I can't breathe. It's like there's no oxygen in my heart anymore. Hmm. I'm scared. And he his lips is turning into blue. Wow. And that scares me. I said, wow. Han, 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 please keep, Han, please. I said, I told him, Han, please, they will hmm. put you into sleep. But I don't know if we're going to talk to each other like this anymore. But I want you to know I love you, okay? Just be strong. Wake up for me, please. That's what my last word. And he was just like, he didn't respond. And when when the doctors put the syringe in him, he turning to, he stopped like, stopped breathing hardly. Mm -hmm. Then he just went to bed and sleep and that's it. He don't talk. And that's it. And then, um, I was alone and this driver, the Filipino guy that I beg mm, to drive you there. Drive to drive us because I can't drive because he was he can't talk actually because he's struggling. You know I throw everything in our table. Before that scenario hmm. I beg him to go I feed him sinigang for mm. the dinner. Mm. He said Hon, wag ka na magalit sa akin. Don't be mad at me. Mm. That's what he said. Mm. Just feed me. Just feed me, please. Mm. So I feed, I fed him. I, mm. I put food in his mouth. And then I cried while feeding him because I said, I just don't know where I'm going to stand now because it looks like I'm not your wife because you're not telling me what's going on. Mm. Because me, I, I will tell everything to you. Even a single thing, like a petty thing, I tell you everything. But how come you're not saying anything about this thing and you don't want to go to the hospital? What do you want me to do? You know, after eating, I throw everything. I throw the plate, I throw the water container because mm. I'm so mad. Because mm. it's like around 8 o'clock in the evening and he don't want to 
go to the hospital. Wow. I was like, I, I don't know what to do to you. I throw everything. He said, no, don't do that. He said, no, stop. You're adding to my pain. Mm. And then I settled down. I cried. And then I said, what will I do to this guy? And then he went to bed. He lay down there. He took his rubitocine, actually. Mm. And then he calmed down. And I saw him on the bed. And then he said, then it's like 9.30 now. Mm. He said, he get up to the bed. And he said, okay, bring me to the hospital. Wow. Bring me to the hospital, but you have to take a bath. You have, you have to bathe me. Hmm. I'm sorry about this. But, you know, I bathed him, and to my surprise, there's a lot of, like, a bluish spot at the back of his, at the back of his body. Wow. His bruises. Bruises, but it's not bruises, actually. It's, it's inside. You'll see, it's like he was bumped into something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hard. Huh, and huh. I was so shocked. A lot, a lot of wow. it. Big spot. Wow. And I was like, man, why is it like this? That's why you don't want me to go inside the bathroom. Hmm. Before, before. Mm-mm-mm. But now he asked me to bathe him. And he even requests for um liquid soap. He don't want the hard soap. He maybe asked for, it was painful, no? Maybe. He said, I don't like that smell. Hmm. The smell of the soap. The hard soap. The liquid soap is... <laughs> he like kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> kiwi so, scent. Mm. Yeah, kiwi scent. So I use that. And I'm, I'm so surprised. But while brushing him, I'm crying because I said, God, this is serious. And I don't know how, how can I handle this. Hmm. I saw a lot of bruise at the back. Even his knee. I said, what's going on? How, how, how do you get this thing? <laughs> he said, oh, I just bumped into somewhere. I said, no, you're lying to me. Wow. No, it's not. It's not true. <laughs> so I, I put him on nice clothes. He, he requests for a pants and a shirt and his hoodies. <laughs> and, and he said, I just want to sit down at the couch and watch TV hmm. and then I said I'll find someone who can drive us because I can't drive because I'm so nervous mm, mm, mm. already huh after yeah. seeing that yes and he said no don't you have to be strong for me I said how can I be so strong with you and you don't even tell me anything what's happening hmm. so it's like you will find out later that's what he said wow <laughs> wow when we rushed him, we were in the car. I just prayed and hold him and hug him. And I told him, I don't know if something happened to you horrible. I don't know if I'm going to be alive too. Wow. So that's, I was crying all the way. Then, then, then when they put him into sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the ICU now. Then the doctor told me, we just put him into sleep because if he didn't stop, he will damage his heart and lungs. Hmm. His lungs have a lot of water. 
we pump out some. And he showed me, oh my God, Dave and Pearl. Mm. Can you imagine the 500 liters of Coke? Yeah. To that. Wow. That's the water inside his body. Wow. Because his kidney is not functioning anymore. It's totally mm. damaged. That's why for you guys who's listening to me, don't take Advil too much. Mm. Because it's really, it can damage your kidney. kidney huh? For real. The doctor told me if you take it like three of that in a day, you will lose one of your kidney already. What? Yes. Be careful, painkillers. <laughs> yeah, painkillers as much as possible. If you, if you can just handle the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's then, very Filipino uh, too. <laughs> yes. You know, that's me actually. I don't know why my, my honey do that. Mm-hmm. Do those things. Mm. So yeah, then then this is the last scenario, right? Mm-mm. The doctor told me about it, and then he said, "I think you have." It's like two o'clock in the morning. The doctor wow. said, "You can get your stuff, go home, and then you can come back. If there's something happened to him, I will call you." Mm. So I called my my best friend, my one of my closest friends. Juana is off island that time. Oh, when it I happened. see. So mm. I can't call her. So I called the other friend of mine who went there to mm. our house, I to the hospital, and go with me at home and fix my my stuff and arrange the stuff. And he said, "Go lay down first because I know you're not thinking good." Mm-hmm. So he, he he gave me something to eat and then calm down. And then at around three thirty, we receive a call and I hysterically answer it. The doctor was like, you have to come here. Something happened to him. I thought he died. I thought Mm. he died. And I'm crying all the way. And my friend, it's like a Fast and Furious movie. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I was, Mm. I'm praying for my, for him. And I'm praying for us to save us while he's driving driving crazy. Mm -mm. But you can't blame us. We we have to go there. Now, Mm. now, now. So, then when I went there, they, I saw him, the doctor, three of them, and the nurses pump him because he, he went to a cardiac arrest. Wow. So, I hysterically cried. And a lot of patients there was very upset on me because it's, it's 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm crying a lot. But mm. some of them is crying too for me. Wow. They know that's my husband. And then even this one big nurse, she hugged she hugged me and she cried for me and she said that whatever happened, just just always have this in mind. God is with him. Mm-hmm. I heard that he's a good guy. Well, because some of the patients and some of the nurses, there is our friend, uh, nurse, Filipino nurse. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's my inspiration, he said. Then I cried a lot. I hysterically cried loud. I said, save my husband, please. Oh, my God. I was like, and, and my friends, too, please save my friend. Save my friend. Oh, my God. It's like, it's totally like a movie that mm-hmm. everybody's trying to give a revival of him. And then after that, they said, okay, he's, he's he came back. Mm-hmm. The, he's... Uh, the the monitor said he came back 
And then? And then I said, oh, thank you, God. And then the doctor told me, um, at this time, he came back. His heartbeat is okay. But now we have to CT scan him to see that this cardiac arrest didn't damage his brain. Oh. Because if you do a cardiac arrest, when you have a cardiac arrest, automatically your brain will damage, mm-hmm. right? They, oh, they need to revive you within a minute. Because if not, then it will damage your brain. Wow. So the doctor said, um, we have to do a CT scan. But the thing is, the CT scan machine is not working in the hospital. You see how desperate it is? Wow. A lot of stuff happened to me that day. And I just, why did it happen to me? It's like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But I know for sure I have an angel that time because it's like, you know, everybody's like, oh, we have to pray for you. We are praying for you for strength mm-hmm. and everything. Then the next day morning, the CT scan machine, the doctor said, is not working. But then they called this technician and the technician said, I'll check again. Mm. Maybe we can fix it. Then after an hour, they said, they fix it. <laughs> Thank God. Mm. Then, but the thing is, because he have his tube in his mouth, mm. and they cannot remove it, because once they move it, he will die. Mm-hmm. And they cannot do the CT scan. Because if you do that, then he needs to go inside the machine. Mm. But he have mm. a ventilator. Yeah. The doctor said, we have to move the scanning session, because... Um, you can't remove him into the ventilator because if you can see, it's like he's brain dead. Wow. I cried again. Horribly. I don't, mm. I don't have a voice anymore. Because mm. When I cry, it's oh, oh my god. <sighs> and then uh, and when they do, okay, Briefly, right? They went undergo. They have this kind of technical thing that they, uh, I don't know what you call it, but when they do the, they do ultrasound. Mm-mm-mm. They put some manual ventilator in his mouth so it can go inside. They found out a 12.2 centimeters tumor. Wow. In his brain. I think it is a let, left cerebrum, cerebrum. Mm, mm. We have two, cerebrum and cerebrum, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and the doctor said, when he called me together with my close friend and my my boss and my husband's boss, he's saying that with his condition, it's like he have a brain cancer and this kind of cancer is, one of the uh, very crucial, very, uh, what do you call it? You can't remove this. Yeah, because yeah. Because if, if, if he undergoes surgery, even he wakes up, it will be a vegetable stage. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, because this was grown in a very sensitive area. Wow. Where all the senses was located. Wow. Even he will wake up. So, we can't uh, guarantee 
you he will hmm. he will believe long. Then so, he said that no, um, maybe he know about this thing. Oh, I bet yeah. the doctor mm. I bet the doctor told him he will believe for six months or so. Because if you'll see it's deteriorating. The brain tumor yeah. is very active. Wow. That's why that's why his forehead is getting bigger as hmm. I observe, right? And hmm. his eyeballs is getting bulgy. Like hmm. Hmm. he was like always awake. And that's hmm. one of the signs. Wow. Because the brain is moving because there's a big lumps in inside. Mm-hmm. It's pushing your organs or whatever you have it in your head. So that's what one of the observations I have. And I also have a friend who have a niece who died in brain cancer. They have the same feature. Wow. With my husband. Hmm. Yeah. So I know now how to look someone with but <laughs> You can diagnose. <laughs> but I can't say that hey you have a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, please. <laughs> yes. That. And then that's it. And I was like, I said I leave everything to God. And everything that happened to my husband, I called my mother-in-law, my, my the family, my hmm. husband's family. I want them to know what's happened. And, of course, um, yeah. We all pray together. And because of them, they give me strength. Hmm. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't want to blame him anymore. But guys, if you feel bad, like... If you observe that something wrong with your body, you have to go and check. Mm. You cannot just show your macho side like, hey, I can handle this pain. No. You have to go seek for a doctor because, you know, you even though you feel the pain, your family feels more pain than you. I think mm. so. Because, yeah. you know, mm. it's a self... Actually, I when, I when he died, they pronounced him dead. Technically dead. Mm-mm. Because the doctor said, I don't think he's going to live longer because his liver damage at all. That's why he's turning wow. yellow. Yeah. He turning Everything yellow. almost, yeah. right? Everything got destroyed. Yeah. Sugar getting higher. Potassium very low. Mm. Everything is very not suitable for, you know, to bring back light. He want me to take out the ventilator. I said, no, I cannot do that. It's like a euthanasia, right? Yeah, yeah. I said, no, I can't. I can't kill him. He said, no, it's not killing. It's like you're giving him away to, you know. No, it's it's still, it's a mm. mercy killing. You know the word mercy killing mm. means, right? Yeah. So I said, no, I have to pray for this. Mm. That's two days before he died. And you know, Pearl... All I do is pray, 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 pray. Then the morning, the second day, the morning, I went there. And I comb his hair and pray for pray for him and read him the Bible, Isaiah. I forgot the, it's eagle, about eagle, and I forgot the memory verse. But that's what I prayed for him, and I, I said, and I talked to God, hold his hand, and I said, God, if you really need him, hmm. please get him now because I think he's very 
tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I let go everything. Um actually I thank God for allowing me to have Odilon in my life. Mm. And for that I said I'm so grateful to have him in my life even just like eight years, I mm. think. And I said, I know why you lend me him. Because without him I didn't know and get closer to you. Mm. And it's okay now to let go. I'll face it. Please. That's what my prayer. Mm-hmm. And then the afternoon, the nurse called me. I went to the office to fix something. And then he called, she called me and she said, you, ha- you know, you have to come here now. But you have to calm down. So I called all my friends to go with me. Mm. I went to him and I checked the status of his vital signs. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I saw the heartbeat is deteriorating. Wow. I see going right the nurse yeah. I'm looking at the eyes of the nurse and she just hugged me and she cried to me and then she said you have to be strong Nenji you have to be strong I know you guys are a couple a best couple but you have to be strong because letting go of him is hard but you have to let go of him because he's very tired Nenji just this morning, I pumped his mouth. I collect a lot of blood inside his body, and I think you will never ever want to see that. But I'm letting you know because that's how it is. Medically, brain is dead. His body is collapsing, and letting go is the best thing you can do. We have to just pray, and we pray together. And he, she is very nice, you know. She hold my hand. She hold my husband's hand, and we just pray. And then after that, I called my husband here, and I told him, "Han, I know you're not going to wake up anymore, but I would like to thank you for everything." And then. His heart beat went straight, Marilla. It just mm. went straight mm. like that. And then the nurse called up the, the doctor. And they're trying to pump him. But he's not responding anymore. I just cried. And this time, not hysterically. He just mm. cried quietly and hold his hand. And I know, and I know to my heart. He's just there watching me or hugging me because I feel so cold, extremely mm. cold. Mm. I think I even think he kissed me on my forehead because I think I, I feel something in my mm. forehead that time. And I was just crying and and all my friends were there and all of them is crying. It's, and then the doctor said, I'm so sorry, Benji. <laughs> He's gone. We do anything, you know that, right? He just hugged me. He said, it's hard to let go. But we do our best. He's been here for a while. Hmm. He's fighting, you know that, right? He's fighting for his life for you. And you have to let go. And the doctor, the nurse hugged me. Oh my God, you never want to see that. They hugged me. And... That's it. 
They just pray and just pray. They just said, no, thank you, God. At least he's resting now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though it's hard. But letting go is hard, for real. But because of what the faith God, and the, the faith that Odilon gave me, because he is the one who introduced God to me, mm. I know we're gonna see each other again. But I don't know That's when. Right. But and and everybody went to to the ICU. He's the one who treated him as a best friend. Rushed mm. there and he just wagged him like, "Ha, ah, Odilon, please wake up." You're the mm. only one I have here. He was like, I was like, I'm the wife, right? <laughs> like, but it's, they, 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 they laugh because, hey, Christopher, stop bugging on the law. <laughs> he was like, hysterically because, but you're my best friend. Mm. And I cried. I, I was like, you're my best friend. All. And I am they they curse he curse <laughs> no it was he because he is best friend to him mm-hmm. he have a problem Odilon is there actually wow. he also said that you're the one who who pushed me to read bible mm. so he cried and everybody was crying you know for that it's like my brain is nowhere to be found yeah, and my yeah. head is very big and I can and just all what I do is just staring at the wall, because I can't think anything. Mm-hmm. And and my 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 thought is just like, what will I do tomorrow without you? Mm. Wow! Uh, thank you so much for sharing that story to us. Uh, I know it's heartbreaking. But uh, thank you for your courage, just for sharing that to us. So honestly, how did how did you move on? Like after that, how honestly, did you? Mm. Yeah, it's very hard to move on. Um, it take until now. Actually, I don't know if until now, but for the last three years of my life without him is horrible. Mm. Every night I cry, and my friends is always saying, "You cried again because of my eyes." Mm-hmm. And you know, even the the even he is like three years. Every time I eat, like my friend gave me a chocolate cake. Chocolate cake is his favorite. Oh, you remember things. Hmm. I cried. I called her. I said, "Next time, please don't give me chocolate cake." <laughs> <laughs> so that was like three years ago. How are you now? Like, uh, um, what okay what are your now. plans? I think I move on, but forever I will have him in my mind and heart. So that's why I have this kind of, you know, uh, friends that uh, I can't say if, what do you call it? If I give all the way, like if you love, we are Aries, right? They um, girl. <laughs> yeah, and you and I. Give, we, when we love, we give everything, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> we are all out lovers. Yeah. But now, I have this, like, a limitation. Like, I have this rules. I set rules. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, like, 
A, not that. That's not how it is because I always have a comparison. And this is I really need to go. It's Let's true. Go. It's true. It's hard because it's like even you go on a date. And then when you go home, you will still have this, oh, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Compare. I don't see him again. Hmm. I don't think I will go with a date. I I think I don't know if I still go with him on a date because he's not like this. Mm. Every time I I mess up people, I already broke some people's heart because mm. I'm so bad. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so we have one more question, and that's: okay. Would you like to remarry? Yes, I also thinking of having a child. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. since you I mean, didn't have a child with Odelo, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, it can I be tough. Yeah, but you know, as what I said, I can't. I don't want to cheat somebody's feeling. I don't want to hurt feelings. But of course, I have this one serious one. It's a long distance relationship, and he visited here for a couple of. Last like two years now, mm. on and off, he's come here, surprise, like that. I don't know because I told him that my husband loved to surprise me. <laughs> That's why he's <laughs> surprising you too, maybe. Yes, in the office. I was like, huh? well, you're here. Hmm. Are you glad to see me? I'm here. Yeah, but uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we're good to know that your doors are open <laughs> to welcome new prospects. So if any eligible bachelors are listening to this podcast, <laughs> yeah. Menji yeah, is but... available. <laughs> hey, no promote. <laughs> <laughs> no promotion. Are we going to cut this part? <laughs> No, no so we just really information now for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just wanted to end this conversation in a really light note because we're happy to hear that you're hopeful and uh we thank you for your really really inspiring stories. Yeah, I appreciate you guys too, you know, but um I'm telling you, you're thanking me because I shared this with you. Well, I am thankful too because you know, you didn't know how it feels when you share something. Mm. share this kind of story it's really uplifting my spirit and We're glad it's to hear like that. a therapy it's like a therapy that's it wow. <laughs> thank you guys. thank you Thanks. so much yeah god bless you so that was menchi We want to thank her again for sharing her story, and we agree that we think that her story is going to be a blessing to other people just because we know that there's others out there that have gone through something similar to what she has. So we're we're very thankful for her sharing her story with us. That's right. You know what? Uh, As I was listening to her, you know, honestly, this is not the first time I've heard the story because she's actually my high school friend. Mm -hmm. But... I know and I can tell that losing a spouse is uh, devastating, especially during the first few years of marriage. You know, when you have lots of dreams and hopes and they got so many plans that they've they wanted to do together. Mm -hmm. But, you know, death happened. 
Well, what I took away is it's something that my my dad has told me recently, and that's just, you know, you got to take care of yourself to take care of your family. And so, you know, they didn't have any kids at that point, but, um, you know, suffice to say, it's it's hard to hide something like that from your spouse, I think, especially when it is, uh, you know, towards the end, he was having days where he was just stuck in bed and he couldn't get up and wasn't telling her anything. I mean, that's that's got to be hard, not just for him to to go through that, but for Menchie to go through that without really knowing what's going on. And so that's that's really my takeaway is you got to tell your spouse what's going on with you so that you can fight it together and not just like pretend like nothing's happening. Yeah, I I think that is like also really important because not only uh not only being a support to each other but also like if it's something that you can't avoid anymore the doctor says okay this is terminal this is gonna this is gonna end anyway mm-hmm. um, at least you can prepare and still plan together mm-hmm. you know it's not uh, nobody has to be blindsided but we know that uh, people, have their own different personalities and their own way of thinking and their own reasons why would they would do such a thing. So mm-hmm. respect that. But my takeaway really is, um, especially this, uh, we're recording this in the month of April still, mm-hmm. the last day of April. And uh, we recently celebrated Easter, like during the Holy Week. And so I was reminded of the resurrection of Christ and mm-hmm. just the hope because a lot of people don't think about death with hope and so we see death just like a devastating end and eternal loss which is not supposed to be because like in the Bible we are told that God can reverse the hideousness that is death itself Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find it on 1 Corinthians 15, 54 to 55. We are told that only God can remove this thing and gain the victory over the grave. So I think um, it's such a wonderful uh, side of the story when we think about death as not the absolute end mm-hmm. of everything, but just as a transition uh, towards meeting God in heaven mm-hmm. and gaining eternal life. So, uh, I think in death, we are also reminded of um, that God created life and He is, you know, it is within His power to resurrect it after death. Mm-hmm.